The following episode was recorded live on YouTube. Check out our website at messagecenter.show for all of our episodes. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the 365 Message Center Show, where we help you plan for change, prevent or fix, and stay informed in 2022. A new year, Daryl. New year, yep. new us. <laughs> the show's going to be great this year. For yeah. Once. It's going to be... Make sure well, you like this episode. Oh, yeah. Go ahead and click the thumbs up. Go ahead and make sure you're subscribed and nudge the bell uh, with... in YouTube with the back of your head. It just kind of goes... Knock it as you, you know, get the. I swear, it's like an neck. anatomy class with you every time about how to how to hit that subscribe. <laughs> so button. make sure you do that, and then share share the podcast so people can uh, also stay up to date along with you. Yep. yep. Let's do it, Daryl. Let's, Let's jump into it. this. Okay. Add and edit captions uh, and transcripts for videos in SharePoint and OneDrive MC three one two four nine two. I actually think this is another good next step for bringing stream functionality into that new stream, not classic stream, bringing classic stream into new. Uh, our recordings uh, have been stored in OneDrive and SharePoint for a good number of months now. Uh, we can have captions as part of this, but what we haven't been able to do is correct those captions. <laughs> So this message, Daniel, it's uh, that ability. If you have editability, the ability to edit, <laughs> to to access a file and, and edit it, then you will have the um, opportunity to open up um, this new panel. Let me just make that a bit bigger, I guess. Um, there we go. Have a look at that. New panel. Uh, to turn on or off viewing of transcripts, generate the captions, or upload some of those captions. Um, you know, now that I look at it, Daniel, we were talking about this beforehand, mm -hmm. there's no download button. Like, can I download the this VTT file, correct it, and then re-upload it? Yes. I, I think the, you know, they're not generated in this screenshot here. Mm. So, you know, generate them and then that might you know, be download it. them. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So the file will have to exist before you can yep. download it. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, so once it's there, and, and I'm going to find there'll be, well, what's the scenario that we'll, we'll do this for? Probably more important meetings where we do want to town halls or, or, or mm -hmm. things where we are trying Training, to make sure things. Training, uh, announcements, and, yep. you know, those kind of things. This is not, you know, I don't see people editing for just uh, regular meetings moving forward. Mm. Um, like a, a stand-up that you record. Because right, everyone it's, watches it's, those. Yeah, well, and it's a lot of work. I mean, you know, these files are not going to be simple. Oh, I, I can just do this. There's yeah. a lot of formatting in these files. So, um, you know, you can get an editor, a special editor, right, Daryl, um, for these. It, but There is that. Yep, there's, yeah. there's a few out there. And, I mean, I, I kind of use... Uh, Camtasia because it has the ability to edit files as well. But um, yeah, that's going to be useful. There were a couple of things on there too that uh, we, we we don't know what they're hinting at. Table of contents. We know what noise suppression is. 
But table of contents is um, one that they don't mention at all within the, the message, but it could be hinting at the, the time codes. And I don't know, maybe they would be generated for us as a suggestion and we can adjust them too. Um, but yeah, back to this message. If you have edit permissions, you can turn this on or off, download, upload, adjust, generate. Um, and if you just have view permissions, then you're going to see them like this. You can see the little um, couple of tabs or menus down the right-hand side there. So this is the, the transcript part that has been selected. And just um, remember edit yeah. permissions, you know, uh, if you add this recording to a uh, team, Mm -hmm. then everyone in the team is going to have edit permissions. Good point. Yeah, good so point. So just whether that's a good indicate a good thing or a bad thing, we'll let you decide, I guess. But um, just know that um, everyone in the team will be able to, you know, edit these transcriptions. Very true. Um, so that is rolling out. Targeted release, early March, completed end of March, standard release, early April, complete end of April. And Daniel, let's start talking about Bing. Update. Yeah, update to the conversations vertical in Microsoft Search in Bing, MC312491. So we have this concept of uh, surfacing your work content uh, in Search in Bing. Um, and we've talked about this a few times on the show. This message is about bringing those email conversations uh, into uh, those Teams conversations and email together in this conversations kind of vertical um, in the work uh, results in Bing. So it'll be Yammer is there. It's going to be... Um, the conversations in Yammer will be separate, but your team's conversations and your email will be as part of that um, conversations uh, vertical within the search results. So uh, this will begin rolling out mid-January, so in about a week or so, and uh, the expectation is to be completed by mid-March. Uh, so, and, and Within your organization, there could be some people who see the results, see this change before others. Um, I I like this. Uh, this is kind of that working, what this Bing search results are is kind of working, finding where you are. So you're doing a search in Bing to try to find something and presenting you with your organization's information so that, hey, you're searching for this and here's your organization results for this. Maybe that's what you're looking for. Uh, or could help in your search. Um, so what I, I would like to know, Daryl, is from the audience and from those that are listening live and from you know the recording on audio as well, um, I'd like to hear from you on what your usage is for this. Is your organization using this, uh, surfacing uh, results in Bing? Um, are you using it? You know, if you don't use Bing, then you're not. But um, and, uh, you know, what your experience is, um, because, I, you know, my experience uh, with it is for me, it's not really um, something that I find very useful in, in the results because it's not front and center uh, mm. for me. You know, it's something I have to click on to see the work results. Um, I, I'd like to to hear from from the audience how do you use this do you use it 
What do you find useful? What What are the things that you would like to improve? Hit us up on socials, uh, 365MCS on Twitter and Instagram and LinkedIn and Facebook. Uh, just say socials, right? Um, I'd like to hear from you on this to understand, what, you know, are you going to find use in this and finding your team's conversations, your outlook conversations, mm. your conversations in Yammer? Do you, you know, what is your um, view on this? But um, Daryl, any thoughts on this? I'm with you on, on um, it's, it usually is presenting results when you're searching for something else. If I'm searching for a conversation, I'll usually go to the tool where I remember I had that conversation. Um, I'll also start using the the, the new search pages uh, on the office.com page if I'm mm -hmm. looking for content. So I find those filters to be quite useful. Um, but yeah, this is more about serendipitous. Hey, uh, you said this word. Were you perhaps looking for some conversation around this as well? So, yeah. Interesting. I 100% agree. So let's um, leave that. Please yep. provide us some feedback. I'd, I'd like to hear and have some conversations on the socials with you about that. Uh, or, you know, here on YouTube or LinkedIn. Uh, but let's switch and go over to Microsoft Lists. Hmm. Yeah, board view. Now, if you're an organization or an individual that uses Microsoft Lists, um, they're introducing this new board view, MC312481. Uh, now, Daniel, I often think of lists as a bit like um, the app that brings together all your lists across the different sites, teams, places that you collaborate with. Um, it's all under that one app, uh, a bit like all your Word documents come together under that Word Online uh, starting place for office.com. Sure. Um, so that's cool. Um, when we look at this, uh, your, your lists, you may be using a list to list off tasks, due dates, uh, a bit, various different details around that. Uh, this begins to look a bit like planner with this board yeah. view. You've got, like you said, swim lanes, um, to drag your cards around. And, and so it, the list information, you can go within your list and say, I want this to appear on the card for all cards and I want to be able to drag them through these different swim lanes. Um, Daniel, how do you feel this compares to planner? When would you use Microsoft lists in the board view versus planner? Yeah. And, and it's not, you know, that's the example it's showing here, you know, the task and you can kind of those swim lanes or those groupings. Um, it's not, it's not the only way you could use this, obviously. True, there, true. There's other applications. But since they brought it up, um, the I think you know, it's it's getting to that similar planner kind of feel. Mm. Um, you know, planner, though, I think, you know, you're able to assign task in planner and it handles it automatically, right? Yeah. You're sending notifications and that kind of thing. Um, but lists are more extensible. Right, I can go into a list and add whatever column I want yeah. to capture whatever content I want. Um, you know, maybe some some automation uh, that I would create in Power Automate. Maybe it'd be different than what we could do with Planner. Mm. Um, but uh, you know, I think Planner is um, a little more um, positioned to handle you know that pure tasks type of you know uh, working on projects and such yeah um, than than lists would be 
but then again, like I said, it's more extensible um, in, hmm. in, as a list. Um, I, I don't see it as a replacement and I don't, I don't really until planner, I think has the ability to create plans no matter where you want it to be. Like what if you could create a plan in OneDrive, just like you could create a Microsoft list in OneDrive, right? That's where the storage is. Mm. Um, then, you know, that would be cool. So it's not tied to a, th- a group, a 365 group. Um, then maybe you would use lists to do some tracking of something, you know, kind of small um, that wouldn't require that. Hmm. Yeah, I, I, I mean, aside from that, that task tracking thing, I take your point too that you know these swim lanes or groups of cards could signify something else. It could be uh, a product that you're working on or um, something else it, that could be groups. Yeah, it could be clients. It could be yeah. you know um, uh, products grouped by you know whatever grouping, and and it's any choice or boolean. Uh, column in the list could be used as that swim lane Mm. as the organization uh grouping so um you know there could be a lot of location um you know there's a lot of ways you could group this and track content so um we we talked we were talking about planner just because that's the example that's used in this message yeah but you most certainly could use it could be used for a lot of things yeah um note too that uh this will be it'll work within where are we Feature will roll out to desktop and web. Uh, we're wondering if it will also be available in lists on mobile. Maybe they drop that off and miss that out as part of the announcement, or maybe that's truly a limitation. But um, this will be rolling out mid-January, soon-ish. Expect to be complete uh, early February. Okay. Um, Daniel, I know you often want to uh, mute me during shows. Correct. Um, (laughs) would you want to do something with notifications yes mute notifications during meetings mc312489 and this is you know you probably know this if you've been in teams meetings at all that currently you can't you receive notifications when you're in meetings um, and frankly it can be distracting Um, and especially if you have sound turned on and speakers then people can hear your notifications sometimes <laughs> right so what this is is rolling out and this is rolling out starting in early february um, mid-march completion this is going to give you the capability of globally in your um in your environment to be able to turn off notifications during meetings so when you go to settings uh, it, you can say, I want to mute notifications during meetings. And there's a little, little um, option there for you to do that. You will also be able to do this per meeting. So turn it off all the time. Or you can also do it during meetings in the U-bar, which uh, U-bar. <laughs> um, anyway, in the U-bar. Teams, U-bar. Very personalized. Like, it's, it's, it's all about a, you in this bar. Right. It feels like a place where you're going to get, uh, you go, you walk up and say, excuse me, sir, can I have some you? I don't know. And the you anyway. bartender said. Yeah. Sorry. No. Uh, We're going wrong. Um, <laughs> we don't have time for that. But you're, you'll be able to you know, say, I want to not allow notifications while I'm in this meeting, which is probably, I might go that route just because um, most of the time, just because 
sometimes notifications are important. Maybe you're in a meeting and you're not, you're just a notification person as part of this meeting, meaning um, I just need to hear what's going on. I don't have any input. Maybe mm. I'm just, uh, you know, I'm not leading it. I don't have much input. I just need to listen. But what if somebody in my team needs to, you know, prompt me? Um, then maybe I don't want to have notifications, you know, turned off during that time. Um, that'll probably kill my focus numbers in, oh, yeah. um, in my Viva, but, um, you know, whatever. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Uh, and again, on this one, I'd like to hear, uh, your thoughts, uh, ladies and gents and all of our listeners, please. I'd like to hear how you feel about this and how you might use this setting. I'm turning it on globally. Yeah. Okay. If people want to get hold of me, um, because it's they have urgent, to wait. they'll find other ways. Yep. Yeah. Ah. So um, let's talk about the my feed, Daryl. Haha. Yes. Please. Uh, my feed. New content scenarios for the my feed web part on SharePoint MC three double one eight four six. And Daniel said to me, "Oh, this is the thing that we we usually put within that massive vertical column that goes down the side of a page and." Um, it personalizes your internet by showing you stuff about uh, you. We went from you bar to my feed. Um, but this is going to get a few more uh, toasty little things to, to say, oh, hey, um, this is you and you're on your internet page, but you might want to know about this. Uh, suggested tasks, uh, which, uh, yes, uh, I think Daniel said too, was uh, something we do see within uh, Outlook. You, you said something in this email that looks like you're committing to a date or a task or something. Do you want to turn this into a task? Well, you'll see those kinds of suggestions in the uh, MyFeed web part. There's people highlights. And this is an interesting one, Daniel, uh, that it's going to show birthdays, work anniversaries, changes of roles. Hmm, interesting. Where is that information coming from? Yeah, and it's it's in LinkedIn, which, yeah. um, you know, historically, when people are building out internets, they try to grab that information from uh, SharePoint or from Active Directory, right? yep. which is fed by the HR system, which is controlled by the company, right? So now we're kind of switching that to say, well, that information the user can provide by themselves in mm -hmm. LinkedIn, and meaning they are telling people they're connected with, Hey, this is what's happening. So, yeah. 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 Like, so you've got a promotion within your organization. So you've, you've got a new role and uh, yeah. you may update that on LinkedIn. It'll, it'll come through. Um, there's probably going to be a need to coordinate that in terms of what you want to present to people. Um, an algorithm behind it that will probably find, oh, you're connected to this person and you're a direct report or you interact with this person. You might be interested to know that they're having a birthday or work anniversary. Mm -hmm. uh, there's the also that question of opting in. So at the moment, it's a, you know, I want to connect myself and my LinkedIn profile into work and it'll grab just some of those core details that, that, you know, are, are available publicly. Um, but, you know, maybe that space is changing to, to make sure that it is going to be populating information. Um, we'll need to sort of look a bit deeper for some of those details. The last one there is meetings out of routine. Um, so meetings scheduled on Teams or Outlook that you are, that are outside of your usual work hours, 
allows users to either request or reschedule. Do you think this is something you'll you'll see in your my feed and go, huh? Someone um someone booked a, a meeting for me at six a.m. and I don't usually work then, so I'm going to respond to that based on what I've seen. Visiting the intranet before six a.m. Yeah, I, or maybe it's the six p.m. ones. You know. Oh right, that, right, right, right. Um, yeah. Yep. Um, but I, that one's kind of odd, and I think that's that will be interesting to see how that plays out. You know, how does the machine learning and all that, you know, how does this all kind of work out? I really don't know. We're going to uh, see that, that in our well. Outlook calendar before we see right. it on an internet page. I would agree. Yeah. Or potentially. Hopefully. And usually that 15-minute reminder, if you've got a meeting soon, what meeting? I didn't have a meeting. Oh, oh okay. I'm not finishing at 5.30, 6 p.m. today. It's a bit longer. Yeah. <laughs> Rolling out, beginning mid-January. Oh, look, I didn't even go down and have a look at some of the previews. Let's have a look at Charlotte Watson. Hey, Charlotte is finishing work as a design critic. Add to do. Okay, so that's the task thing, oh. Birthday. Okay. I wonder if those balloons are color-coded to her picture. Nice job, branding. Um, or meeting outside of hours. There we go. Um, completed late January 2022. Enjoy seeing those details within your my feed web part uh we've got connected templates daniel hey i've got the shortest title of the message this week connected templates mc312070 and this is actually bringing together the concepts that already exist which is you're able to have a template for microsoft team so when you want to create a team, you can pick a template and it creates that team the way it's defined in the template, as well as SharePoint templates. Same thing, same concept, creating a SharePoint site. Um, this is going to allow for, with this integration, teams administrators can create templates that include SharePoint components, bringing that, uh, those capabilities together and from Teams and SharePoint templates. This is rolling out mid-January, expected to roll out early February. We're saying mid-January a lot. It's going to be interesting <laughs> if some of these actually happen. It's only a but, few days ago. You know? Yeah. Um, so really want to focus in on this message uh, in the kind of that bullet point toward the end where it's talking about, for example, when you go to create a team and you pick a template, then the channels and apps will be automatically channels so we're going to mm. have that capability you know have that capability of creating multiple channels and apps and the connected sharepoint template uh, components will be created so that those pages you create as part of those sharepoint template the lists any kind of integration with the power platform will be uh, created and then pinned as tabs uh, in those channels for you. So this is really that overall, I want to create this team with all the components it needs, mm. uh, you know, from Teams and SharePoint and bring it and surface it because why are you creating it without surfacing it through Teams? That's the concept. Um, so we're, all, we're going to be able to do all of that uh, with these connected templates. You know, Daniel, is one uh, that I think should be part of every team you create. I mean, we get invited to a lot of teams that don't have any content or any kind of explanation. Uh, wouldn't it be great to see part of a template where there is an about tab pinned to the general channel and it links through to a SharePoint page 
Right. With a bit of guidance around, do you want to tell people something about this team, what their purpose is for, what are the general you know rules and, yeah. of engagement, et cetera? That'd I be a good use that. to yeah. be part of that template. 100%. Nice. All right. couple more messages to go. We've got um, Viva enabling a delay delivery, sorry, delay delivery plan and outlook um, for, this is the longest message. So we've gone from the shortest to the longest. <laughs> Start it again. Microsoft Viva enabling delay delivery plan and outlook to Microsoft Viva Insights license view users preview. MC309912. Um, let's try and shorten that. <clears throat> if you're a licensed Microsoft Viva user, then in, in sorry insights user then okay what? my what? analytics licensed user ah oh. which okay. means you have a e5 or you know that comparable license yeah 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 uh well i mean that yeah okay yeah See, this this licensing thing for insights is not so easy, right? Because <laughs> there's the other insights where you've got manager insights, organizational level insights. You're right. My insights. If you're licensed, uh, you'll have a plan now, much like the focus plan where you can get it to schedule focus time for you in your calendar. There'll be a plan you can activate so that um, it uses some AI that as you are scheduling a meeting with uh, someone or you're, sorry, you're sending a message into that person's calendar, finds what their working hours are, and then suggests, do you want to delay the send of that? This colleague of yours, they're in the UK, you're in New Zealand, so they're 12 hours difference. They're probably going to be um, heading to bed right now. Put a delay on that message. So it'll make that suggestion. Um, I don't really see much here, Daniel, in terms of, you know, that interaction, how it actually works, um, perhaps. No, yeah, it doesn't have a lot, of a lot of detail there, but it's, it's um, yeah, it's, it, you know, think about this as um, you're working, you have, uh, maybe you have colleagues in a different country, mm. or, or maybe, you know, in the US, you work on the Eastern time zone, and there are people on the West um, mm. coast. So, you know, I work in an organization now with people in different time zones and, you know, you're sending a message, have it, it's going to prompt you. It's going to be yeah. a, you know, a kind of a brief uh, prompt to say, hey, do you want to delay sending this There uh, it is. to, to when it's, uh, yeah. So you Podcast can delay listening. send. Yeah. There That's, it is. You know, it's those, yeah. those little kind of prompts that you get if someone mm -hmm. is, out of out their of office, office or they've mm -hmm. got a um you know something else yeah. set on their mailbox delay send or dismiss mm -hmm. this message mm -hmm. so it, it it's just a hey do you want to use a functionality that's already there which is delay send to but it's going to prompt you hey you know mm. maybe you want to do that interesting too that with this message there's four people in the recipients field it's saying uh, consider sending this email at this time. So it's suggesting time for you when more of the recipients are within their working hours. So it's treating yeah. the whole group and saying, think about mm -hmm. that before you send yeah. this. And you can then action a delay send. 
Um, so that's that's a good feature. Uh, if you're licensed for My Analytics, the full service plan, uh, it is going to be available. Let's just fix the screen up over here. Um, doo -doo -doo -doo. Uh, this is going to be rolling out in early February, expect to be complete uh, mid-February for public preview, and then standard release will be mid-February, too mm -hmm. late February. Hey, hang on. Why bother with a public preview that only is two weeks ahead of a standard release? I don't know. <laughs> Next message. Next message. Automatically yep. detect music. MC3099111. This is um, teams saying when you're in a meeting, hey, I, I detect music. It's probably being suppressed. Do you want to turn on high fidelity mode so that mm. people in the meeting can actually hear the music? Um, this is, uh, I think, a great functionality for things like when you're trying to play music as part of a presentation, um, when you maybe you're having a happy hour with your colleagues and, you know, you're playing music in the background, just enjoying yourself. I mean, there's there's many ways education space. There's many ways we can think about this, how this might be used. No, it's not all the time, but there's sometimes when you want the audio to be, the music to be heard. So standard release rolling out late January through mid-February GCC, mid-February through late February GCC high, early March to early April, and DOD late March to late April. And this is going to be rolling out tenant uh, level. So... Um, it's just going to prompt you and say, Hey, do you want to turn it on or not? You, you don't have to, uh, maybe you're jamming during a meeting and you don't want everybody to hear the music. You don't have to enable it. <laughs> That'd be awesome. You're jamming. Look, the, the, we have a callback, but it's a different kind of callback. It's not really something that Indeed. we can show you, but, um, it is certainly uh, a good one to just draw your attention to remember back in July when we had a message that talked about auto expiration of Teams meeting recordings. Uh, this was MC274188, and that was about freeing up some space in your SharePoint sites and OneDrives from the Teams recordings. Um, that the auto expire feature would uh, auto expire them automatically after 60 days. And if you're an owner of that recording, you'd get a little hint of what that is. And um, as an owner of the recording, uh, you would also be able to change this and it would override your organizational setting. Well, this, um, I know like it was last updated November 11th, but it's still good to point out that um, this is taking action now. If you haven't put the setting in place as an org, as a administrator, you maybe you wanted to turn it off and give people, um, you know, more control over this. Or maybe you haven't got ahead of this feature and you haven't um, let people know that your messages will start to pop up and say your recordings are going to be deleted. Um, then you can turn this thing off and, and you know get your comms out or, or just turn it off in general. So yeah, a very short callback, but it's happening now. You might see a post as well in the uh, tech community that goes into a bit more detail about what this is, is all about. Um, but yeah, that is it, Daniel. That's uh, the first week of 2022, our first episode. Yeah. First episode of 2022. Thank you so much, everyone, for joining uh, that joined live. Thank you for listening to the recording. And please give us feedback. You know, those several messages there, we said, hey, give us some feedback. We'd really like to engage with you on socials. 
and in the comments and reactions on uh, YouTube and LinkedIn. So we'd love to uh, hear from you. We sincerely would love to. So uh, please do. All right. Well, we'll see you again in uh, the next episode. Until then, bye for now. Thank <laughs> you.